Hello, and wherever you are today, the Lord be with you. I'm Eth Yates, and I worship at St Peter Bryn in the South Hub of Church Wigan. It's the 18th of September, and I've chosen four short passages for today's reflection. The first one, Matthew chapter 10, verse 29. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father and even the hairs on your head are counted. So do not be afraid, you are more valued than any sparrow. The second, Matthew chapter 3, verse 37. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and storm those who sent those sent you, how often have I longed to gather your chicks together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. And then Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 to 14. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? If he truly finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that didn't wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any one of these little ones should perish. In the last passage, Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for the one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't invite me in. I needed clothes, and you didn't clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you didn't look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and didn't help you? He will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of, of these, you didn't do for me. And then they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. When I was asked to do this reflection and given the suggested passages, I thought, great, I love these passages. 
Our Lord uses many images from nature and from life to illustrate his great love for us, and these are just a few. For me, the first three passages are those reassuring words that speak of God's great love for us. More than that, though, the words speak of the love as love for us as individuals. Given the millions of people who call him Lord, he knows us all and loves us individually. If we stop and think about that, it's truly a marvellous thing. It always pulls me up sharp that God knows every hair on my head, and that's telling me that he loves me so much that nothing about me is missed. How wonderful to think of, a, of God as the one who loves us so much that he gathers us as a hen under her chicks. Can you imagine that, being gathered by a warm, fluffy hen that keeps us warm and safe, like surrounding ourselves with a huge duvet of comfort? Then if we get lost like the sheep, God is there and will come and look for us and bring us back to him, as a loving shepherd will do for his flock. That's a lovely, secure and loving image of care. Then we come to the final passage, which pulls us up sharp. Nature can, be so, nature can be so soft and fluffy and warm, but it can also appear cruel. Sheep are selected and do indeed get lost. Hens are not always allowed to cuddle their chicks. Sparrows, for many reasons, are becoming less obvious in our gardens. The final passage speaks of us being sorted and judged. It challenges us to look at what we do with this amazing love we have for, from God. Do we just sit and feel warm and fuzzy, or as the passage suggests, get out in the world and do something with it? Then the righteousness will an righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. This is the passage that challenges me most. When we help those around us, we do it for our Lord to show his amazing love for everyone we meet. We never know when and who we will be called to help who we are called to support or show God's love to. Some Christians are able to do amazing work for people in terms of charity work or running food banks, etc. Other of us may wonder how we can use our time to show this love for others and do what our Lord is asking us to do in the passage from Matthew chapter 25. We can always find something to do. We may feel that we are not able to do some of the wonderful things we see others doing, However, we can show kindness to people we meet and just those acts of kindness can mean so much to people who may just need it at that very moment in their lives. That phone call, that text, that Facebook message or even a letter may mean so much and show you care. The most important thing we can do for those in need and for the work of others is to pray. We may feel sometimes that we do little to show God's love to others, but however little we do, it will be important to someone. Amen. Let's end by praying. Together with the disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout the Liverpool Diocese and around the world, we pray the words that Jesus taught us. 
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And may God bless us today and every day. Amen.